Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and rejoins our zero matter gods for every show, movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. In this episode, we are covering Agent Carter, Season 2, Episode 8, The Edge of Mystery. Original air date, February 23rd, 2016. And as a reminder of what happens in the episode, Peggy and Sousa propose a trade with Whitney Frost, while the SSR gets help from Howard Stark that may be the key to eliminating Zero Matter. So I really hope Peggy doesn't give up her holographic Charizard, because that's not a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not at all. Nope, not for, no matter what you're getting. I mean, I guess for saving the world, maybe, <laughs> but no. I mean, if you're a real hero... Maybe, yeah. That's that's some sacrifice. Got to make mean, some sacrifice to save the world. I mean, Coulson, uh, Fury got blood on Coulson's collectible cards. So that's I true, wouldn't... and we don't know if Coulson ever forgave him for it. Do you think that if Coulson were a uh, like, if everyone knew Coulson was alive? at the end of round end game mm-hmm. or i guess well yeah i guess colson in real life um would he use the time machine to go back and get the cards <laughs> maybe no okay. Mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna go with no but i have some arguments about the time travel in that so so possibly but probably not if colson showed up at the end of endgame with the shieldies like they should have appeared you know how i think Uh, they should have been everything um do you think steve would have gotten cards for him and kept him through his entire life to give to colson when he got back to 2023 yes i would have believed that one okay either way colson deserves his cards Man, that would have been so great, wouldn't it? Yep. Ah, oh, man, such an awesome scene. Ugh. Now I, now I just want that to to show up. Maybe someday, in the uh, yeah. um, when they re-release Endgame and then they add in some extra scenes, that'll mm-hmm. be one of the scenes. A little special, the twentieth, twentieth anniversary special edition. Yeah. Oh, why when not? I mean, when we're up to seventy-five Marvel movies. <laughs> well. Oh god! Uh, I mean, I'm imagining like uh, Return of the Jedi. At the end, you know, they uh, in the newer ones, uh, they replaced the uh, the person who played Anakin with um, with uh, the person who played Anakin. Yeah, yeah, I'm for- they, completely forgetting. They the they name. replaced uh, a Sebastian Shaw with uh, Hayden Christensen. Yes, yeah. So I'm imagining maybe that, but like they're digitally adding in a bunch of other things. So they'll re-release the movie and then they'll add in, you know, Coulson and the Shieldies and maybe some other characters we haven't even seen yet. Um, yeah. Maybe she Maybe Hulk the Defenders. Somewhere. Yeah, the Defenders. Yeah, them too. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope so, but the big test would be whether or not they use the same actors for any movie versions. versions true. Yeah. Like, I really want um, Matthew... Matthew Cox? Is that his name? I think, um, I think it's... Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Murdock. Matt. Yep. <laughs> I want Charlie Cox to, like, be the defense lawyer in Spider-Man 3. Far From Home. 
again back back from home back to home <laughs> <laughs> spider-man 3 home again home again jiggy jig, jig homeward bound spider-man 3 homeward bound <laughs> <laughs> this is why i don't name movies <laughs> That would be awesome. Yep. Assuming there's law stuff involved. I mean, we, well, I mean, guess we have no he, idea where they're going with it. But He's accused of being Spider-Man as Peter Parker. There's got to be some law stuff in there. Maybe. Depends where they go with it. Maybe the entire movie is him running and trying to get proof from yeah. his costume that he's already wearing. Because I assume it was recording every single thing it did. Yeah. Um... Maybe it's, uh, he gets caught for something. I don't know what. And then the She-Hulk movie, or actually it would make much more sense if Matt uh, Murdock was in the She-Hulk show. Because she's a lawyer. Uh-huh. Maybe we'll yeah. maybe we'll go with that. <laughs> Instead of trying to fit him in the Spider-Man. Yeah, that, that one would probably be easier. Yeah. yeah. Alright, anyway, we've got a show to talk about. I don't know what we're wasting time about. Oh, you're right. We should we should talk about that. Okay. Well, um, before we actually talk about that, let's talk about something else. Okay. One year in the past. <clears throat> One year ago, Anna Jarvis gets home to hear Edwin Jarvis help uh, Carter out on a mission over the phone. She explains to or uh, he explains to Anna that Carter will help clear Stark's name. She's worried things can get out of hand, but Mister Jarvis explains he trusts Carter. Flashing forward to now, Mr. Jarvis hasn't shaved or combed his hair yet today, so you know he's not doing too well because Mrs. Jarvis is unconscious in her hospital bed. Later, she wakes up while making while he's making promises, so that's good. The doctor then tells Mr. Jarvis that they can't have kids anymore, but otherwise she'll be healthy. Uh, Mr. Jarvis wants to tell Mrs. Jarvis himself, but decides to lie, like a good husband. <laughs> Later on, Mr. Jarvis asks Rose to take care of Mrs. Jarvis while he's gone. Gone forever. <gasps> Alright, so there was kind of a lot in there, I guess, just because, like, all of those scenes mm-hmm. were throughout the entire episode. Um, <clears throat> so, I guess we'll start with the uh, stuff that happened a year ago. This was, what was that? That was basically the, the first episode of Agent yeah. Carter, right? The pilot? Okay, yeah. Yep. Hmm. And even back then, uh, Anna Jarvis was hesitant about this, about uh, Edwin Jarvis helping out. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least it's not like a lot of shows uh, where she, here she has faith in her husband. You know, a lot of shows is like, oh, you're working working with a woman and then instantly dislike the person. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's trusting. That's good. Yeah. It's really worked out for her. Yeah. For the past year, <laughs> not not this day specifically, but you know, other than that, pretty good so far. Yeah. Um. My first thought, like when she went to the hospital, was like from the last episode, it's like, well, she's shot. But I've seen people in movies and TV shows survive stuff. It's not a big deal. Then I remembered this was 1947. Probably much bigger deal back then than it is now, and still a pretty yeah. big deal now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess we don't know how long it took them to get her to a hospital, too. So there's that. Um, so that just, you know, adds to, to things. I think I heard a statistic that if you if you can get to a hospital 
with um in time you have like a 90 some odd percent chance of survival from a gunshot wound which is pretty cool this is today what yeah what is that time frame though yeah that's the part i have no idea i assume <laughs> that's just get there alive yeah so like bake I mean, it to a you, hospital i mean there you don't want to move around too much because you don't want that bullet just rattling around inside of you that's what happens right the bullet just rattles around yeah and every time you walk you like you make that sound and it's really annoying just gets yeah yeah that's why i mean it's not a big deal to have a bullet inside you it's just when it rattles around (laughs) exactly exactly so uh one of the other things that happens while uh uh, anna jarvis is unconscious is that mr jarvis um starts making a bunch of promises to her and Mm -hmm. um one of them, you know, a crazy one, like believing in a daily horoscope. <clears throat> Tony, do you know what your uh, daily horoscope is today? Today? No, I don't. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you would believe it. I probably wouldn't. Okay, well, I did not look it up like I was thinking of doing. So we can move oh. on from that. So Okay, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to make up a horoscope. And it's like, your horoscope is, you'll record a podcast. Let's pretend I said that, Tony. Do you? Would Whoa! You mind blown. <laughs> Time to start believing them every day. You know, daily the thing, thing, right? I don't know. Yeah, they are. The thing about horoscopes is, I don't believe in them. But if you listen, like you read, like the personality traits that go with your horoscope sign, they really line up annoyingly well for something I don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. That's that's not fair because. That's probably true of like half of them a lot of times, right? They're they're written so generic yeah. that yeah, that's how that goes. So just because why not? I decided to look yours up for today, Tony, okay? Since uh, you are a Leo, I am. Um, <clears throat> you might have difficulty expressing your needs. The bottom line is that there is no right or wrong way to do so. Although it may be difficult to see this truth on a day like today. Deep-seated insecurity may make it difficult for you to express yourself. At a time when you feel like you should sit back and politely take things in, you really may be feeling like you want to run screaming at the people around you. Tony, do you want to run screaming at the people around you right now? No, actually, this is the opposite of what happened today. Um, Usually, I would sit, like at work, I'd sit back and be like, well, whatever happens, happens. But I kind of... I wouldn't say I yelled at my boss, but I confronted my boss about something completely arbitrary she did. And usually I'd take it, I'd lean back and just not worry about it. But today I was like, well, screw it. And it worked out well for me. But it's not what the horoscope says. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Yeah. You know what, when we should have spoken about horoscopes is when uh peggy was fighting the zodiac in the one shot <laughs> that would have been perfect yeah yep but here uh, we are like what two years later <laughs> something like that yeah that was yeah because we did those once we were done with all of the movies or that was like after iron man 3 because that was the last one shot although i think one shots will be making a comeback later because i do think we should cover like Team Thor, those little mini one shots, and those two Spider Man like mini movies that came with the Spider Man DVDs. 
Okay. Yeah, that sounds fun to me. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, we do cover every one shot, and since like we finished one shots two years ago, we should probably continue them <laughs> if they pop up again. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, batch them up. Do a couple in one episode. Yeah, that sounds good yeah. to me. All right. Um. All right. Uh. So back to this. Um. Mm-hmm. Anna Jarvis can no longer have children. Um, I don't know. Did they ever say that they wanted kids? Like, I feel like that's one of those things where they would have, like, hinted at at least maybe in a previous episode or something. I don't. I don't think they've ever said they wanted kids. Okay, and considering maybe their it's age, like, oh, it's the forties. There, it's assumed. That's a good point. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, Jar. Uh, Mrs. Jarvis. Anna's. Still pretty young. Jarvis isn't old either. But it's like, it's very commonplace for those times where an older man and a younger woman and still have a kid. That's true, yeah. yeah. Jarvis just seems older because he's all stuffy and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, working that hard to not catch the clap while he hangs out with uh, Stark is um <laughs> really aging. He's wearing. Yep, yeah. the worries on mm-hmm. you. I mean, he's only 23. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I was going to say, no, no way, but it's like he could have fought in the war and then still be 23. The war was only two years ago. It's true, yeah. And he was he was a deserter? Is that what happened? I don't remember. How yeah, he deserted, he deserted the army to save Jarvis, or to save Anna. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's possible. He very well might be <laughs> in his twenties. All right, that's same for Anna. They they both might be. Yep. All right. Um, and then I don't really have much else to say. I guess uh, other than um, uh, Jarvis is planning to die at the end of this. I guess a little yeah. bit of a spoiler for the episode, but uh, yeah. he gives Rose his last will and testament. Also, we know the exact date this is happening. Finally. July 9th, 1947, because that's when he signed his last will and testament. Oh, in the middle of summer. Okay. Yep. Got it. Which it's makes got sense, because the, the first uh, episode took place on the hottest day of the year. Yeah. I mean, so far. <laughs> Sorry, guys. August is going to be the hottest day of the year. That's just how California works. <laughs> that's true. God, I hate August so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's only one good day there, which is my birthday. <laughs> that's true. Whatever yep. day of the of the month that is, the twelfth of August. Anyone who wants to send me gifts, I will gladly accept them. <laughs> How are you going to send me gifts? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it could be a a rating on a, yeah on yeah. a podcast review site. Yeah, that'd you be know cool. what? You missed my birthday a couple months ago, and Al's birthday even further back. You should probably just send those ratings right now. Yeah, that's a good idea. So just hit pause, listener, and mm-hmm. uh, go do that. Um. Don't do that if you're driving, though. Uh, pull over, then do the rating, and well, then you can get back. Well, I mean, life. come on, Al. As long as they press send before they crash, we're we're golden. That's true. We're not liable. Okay, works for me. Yeah, <laughs> we might be liable now. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't do it. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> don't do it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I I really don't have much else to say. Um, nope. about this part of the storyline. I guess anything about uh, Anna and uh, no. her. Yeah, yeah Anna's alive. Her. All right, moving on. No, no. that's good. Moving yeah. Anna. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <clears throat> Agent Thompson is in England with his old pal Nick Driscoll. 
The two are super drunk and singing, as you do in England. Anyway, Driscoll gives Agent Thompson a redacted file. Luckily, Thompson is able to read it with some sort of fancy gizmo. It says Agent M. Carter killed a ton of civilians during the war. And that's it. What's her brother's name? I forget. Michael. Was it Michael? Yep. <gasps> it's yeah. him. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't occur to me until right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I This is one of the few things I remember about the season from the first time I watched it. I remember um, her brother, like, she, she, in her mind, her brother is dead. And, I mean, okay, sorry. Her, her brother dies. And then this file is talking about him not her that's that's one of the few things i remember about about season oh i didn't i did not know that sorry spoilers guys i did not remember that i was just like oh because i thought it was a faked file honestly oh because that's what peggy says in this episode yeah that's a good point because later um when she gets the file like she reads it and why doesn't she assume it's her brother because she wouldn't assume her brother did anything like this. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. All right. And if she, Thompson just shows up with some file out of the blue, yeah, it could it could be fake. Mm-hmm. It's just a mm-hmm. it's just paper. Yep. So um, I also have a little bit of information about uh, Driscoll, um, Thompson's friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, more about he's not a comic book character, but the actor has been in a few comic book things. Oh. Um. The actor is Damien O'Hare, and he's played uh, Constantine in the animated show Justice League Action. And he's played Constantine's best friend Chaz in the Constantine animated movie City of Demons. <laughs> Wait, which one came first? Like, which one was he in first? I'm, I'm just curious, because, like, I th- I did, think did he Justice get a promotion League... or a demotion? I think Justice League Action came first. So he got a demotion. Yeah. Oh man. Ugh. But it's fair because um, do you remember the NBC show Constantine? And you know then... I I know of the show. I never watched it. Like I heard it was great, and I meant to watch it, but I never got around to it. Or did you watch Legends of Tomorrow with Constantine on it? Um, he showed up like probably the first episode after I stopped watching because I oh. know he showed up later in that season when I stopped. Well, I actually Constantine is like one of my favorite uh, comic book characters. Oh. So um, I did love him, the Constantine show. I was very disappointed when it got canceled, and um, they carried the same actor over to uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, in uh, City of Demons, the TV movie, the same actor voices Constantine in the animated stuff. So I guess it's a okay reason to demote this guy. Okay, that that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, the I mean, the actor that plays him in the the live action stuff. He was also on like an episode or two of Arrow. Uh, so yeah. I did see him in that, and it, it was th- those were entertaining. The yeah. Episodes he was in. Yeah. I like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, yep. He was Constantine, and then he was not Constantine. <laughs> oh, all right. And then he was Nick Driscoll. Then he was Nick Driscoll. Um, did did we ever, have we met Nick Driscoll before? I just wasn't sure. I do not believe so. I think this is okay. the only episode we meet him in. Okay, I hit pause and because I was going to look up who this character was, the name, and then thankfully my TV just showed me like, oh, perfect. And I just write that down and move it on. 
Are you watching on Amazon or does Hulu do that? Uh, no, I watched it on Amazon. Wait, are these on Hulu? Yeah. So you're telling me I didn't have to buy the season? Yes, I am. <laughs> these are on Hulu. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> eh. On the bright side, now I own the seasons. So there's that. Yeah, um, yeah, you do. What, what was it, like a week or two ago, I was telling you that I have just been watching all of Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. I've been buying the seasons, and we're a month, a little over a month away from Disney Plus coming out. Yep. And I'm assuming all of Star Wars Rebels is going to be on there. It probably will uh, be. Oh, well. Worthwhile also, purchase. That was a great show. Also, I mean, not that it would have helped us now, because we are recording this on schedule. I'm going to bet Agent Carter will show up there, too, <laughs> on Disney Plus. I hope so. Yeah. It would be really convenient for us if they just had a playlist of all the MCU in order. We just watch it like we watch a regular show. No, because I'm sure at some point they're going to have their order slightly different than ours. Yeah. And then we're going to have to debate which one do we follow. It's true. And I don't know about you. We do like grouping seasons together. That's true. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I'm not interested in sending a letter to Mickey Mouse telling him he's wrong. No, Mickey Mouse is never wrong. All hail the mouse. <laughs> All hail. Um, <laughs> um, God, it, my worship of Mickey Mouse made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> oh, I was going to say they probably would put Car- Captain Marvel like between or before Iron Man. Cause she takes so they would, go, they would go chronological? I mean, I guess. Why wouldn't... I could understand why they wouldn't do that with I or with Captain America, the first adventure, because it has those bookends in modern day. But um, Captain Marvel's all in the nineties. Okay, yeah, that's true. All right, we need to stop getting off topic after one thing in each storyline. <laughs> I yeah, but but then would it really be the MCU rewind? It really wouldn't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's a fair point. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sousa gets to Stark Manor and is worried because he sees a pool of blood on the ground. Carter fair. arrives to explain what happened to Mrs. Jarvis in last week's episode. Sousa says Frost and the mobster Manfredi used to date, so maybe they can use him to contact her. They go to his restaurant and the guards try to stop Carter and Sousa. The key word there is Try. They use some blackmail to convince Manfredi to give a message to Frost. And yes. that's it. Um, so I, 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 sorry, I think I interrupted you. Um, you said, yeah, that's fair that uh, Seuss is worried when he sees a pool of blood on the floor. <laughs> yep. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm usually like at least moderately worried when I see a pool of blood. Yeah, exactly. And we, we learned earlier, it's July. It's not October. So, you know, it's not like a, a weird Halloween prank or something. Yeah. I I would imagine that Stark throws some pretty kick-ass Halloween parties. Well, yeah. I mean, the theme would be like slutty Halloween or something like that. <laughs> That's true. I'm sure. Uh, just like any other party he throws, right? Slutty yeah. Thanksgiving, slutty Christmas, <laughs> slutty, slutty Arbor Day. Day. 
<laughs> oh crap. We do agree too much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Is it just because Arbor Day is the funniest holiday? I think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was I, I was trying to think of other non-holidays. I don't, Tony, what is Arbor Day? It's a celebration of trees. Oh, okay. It's like Earth Day, but like more specific. Okay. Next year, in 2020, it is Friday, April 24th. When is Earth Day? Because Earth Day is like <laughs> mid-April. <laughs> hmm. As I look this up, uh, next year in 2020, it is Wednesday, April 22nd. They're two days apart. Oh my god! <laughs> Arbor Day is so pointless! <laughs> yes. Which makes yes, it, it the, the best, the funniest holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Um, okay, now, now I'm scrolling through Wikipedia. Um, okay, so Earth Day is... Um, it, it looks like it's a that's an annual thing. National, it began, it, it was first created in 1970, all that stuff. Um, it's, it is a uh, international day. Okay, that's, that's Earth Day. Arbor Day takes place in Nebraska. Um, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what I'm being told by Wikipedia. The Arbor Day Foundation. It's a 501c3, oh. so it's a nonprofit. Okay. Um, all right, so so they're an organization who decided to make a day. Oh, you know what? That's a really good idea. I'm part of a nonprofit well, now. We should do this. We should make up a day. Do it. <laughs> All right. Oh, there's a CEO. There's the Arbor Day Foundation. Oh, well, it makes sense. Arbor Day Foundation. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the foundation is in Nebraska. Okay, that makes way more sense. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like um, honestly, have you been to Nebraska? It's very flat. I don't see a lot of trees, at least the parts of Nebraska I've driven through. <laughs> and that's probably why they need the day to, to put the trees there. Just to remember that trees exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, on Earth Day, should we watch the Avengers? Because they've saved the Earth multiple times. I mean, that's a good idea. Uh, other individual Avengers by themselves have also saved the Earth, I, I want to say. Yeah, for example, I mean, Thor, Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, Thor, Thor and Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but you know what? What else we should do? Hmm. We should finish the Avengers from the nineties. I mean, we got one yes, third of should. the way into that movie. Yes, we should. <laughs> That'll right. teach you to listen to my stupid ideas. Making you well, we were supposed time. to do it on um, back on April Fool's Day, and just completely forgot. <laughs> no. No, we didn't. No, we didn't? Did you record it by yourself? <laughs> oh, I mean, I remembered. I just didn't say anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. Agent Carter. Yeah, Agent Carter. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Sousa's worried about the pool of blood on the ground. Carter tells him that Mrs. Jarvis was shot. And then they go to Manfredi's um, Italian kitchen, I guess. I, I don't know if they have a name mm-hmm. for that. But um, then they blackmail him into giving a message to Frost. I don't know if you have anything else to say. No, I do have a problem with like a known mobster's family having a Italian restaurant. Would that be a place you'd want to go? <laughs> like anyway, how good is the food? Maybe. I mean, um, 
There's a Chinese food place. I'm not going to name names. There's a Chinese food place n- not far from where I live that's been shut down four times for health code violations, but they're still in business and people still go there, which I've never been there, but I got to think the food has to be really good for them to be shut down multiple times and people still want to eat there. Jesus Christ, people, go to a different Panda Express. It's a chain. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm talking about, Panda Express. <laughs> just just walk three blocks in a different direction. You'll find one. <laughs> They're like Starbucks. Not even of China. They're not even close to Chinese food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, hate, I hate Panda Express. My school's doing a fundraiser for Panda Express next week, and I was like, oh my god, I have to eat there to support them. Uh... We... We did Chipotle one year, which is not great food, but much better than Panda Express. That's fair. I had Chipotle for dinner tonight. Yeah. 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 It's easy when, you know, I just want something quick. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, living in Sacramento or California in general, there's so many other Mexican food options. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, and yeah. I am so jealous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh. Miss out on that was, a lot out here. A, cu- a couple of months. What was it? It might have been a year ago. When you were here and we went to the Mexican food place and you said like every meal you've had in California when you visited was Mexican food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. that was a little over a year ago. Yeah. And then my wife uh, was looking at the credit card uh, bill and she was not happy with me because she saw that I kept eating at Mexican food places. <laughs> uh, when you're in California, might as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I visit you in Florida, I'm going to eat nothing but gator. That's all you eat there, right? Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. take you to Gatorland. Okay. I still haven't been. I, I do want to check it out. Um, My friends Tyler and Liz went to Disney World for an anniversary or a birthday a couple years ago. And they went, they only stayed in Disney World except for when they left the resort once to go to Gatorland. <laughs> <laughs> Did, how'd they like it? They They loved it. Oh, okay. Cool. That's yeah. good. I think it's like a half hour from me, so I got to go check it out. But yeah. all right, so we should talk about some other people in California. Um, man, we are really going off on tangents. Today. God, this is a, this I is liked just, this episode too. Yeah, same. I know. <laughs> uh, all right, let's just move on to the next thing. <clears throat> okay. Doctor Wilkes wakes up chained to something, which means he's still solid. So that's good, I guess. Whitney Frost is studying him and estimates how much longer until he becomes incorporeal again. They end up deciding to work together and share their research. Later on, Manfredi walks in and tells Frost that Carter wants to set up an exchange. They want to trade Dr. Wilkes for the uranium the SSR still has. Frost agrees. Alright. So Frost is going crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Okay, so I've been holding back this information, but I actually don't think they reveal it in the show. They talk about it like later in like Agent Car- Agents of Shield. Uh huh. Um, that zero matter comes from the dark dimension, aka where Dormammu's from in Doctor Strange. Yeah, so you've been saying that, and I, I think you're right that they never say that in this show. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I don't remember it, but that could very well be wrong. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah but when they talk, I'm pretty sure, because it, it's in the MCU wiki, they talk about it. I'm pretty sure they reveal it, like, they'll talk about what Agent Carter went through when they're dealing with <clears throat> demons and whatnot in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. 
Yeah. So is do you think Frost is hearing Dormammu? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I mean she's talking about hearing a voice in her head and same with Wilkes, like they're both they they both hear that voice. So mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah, that that has to be what that is. Yeah. And the thing this is still what 10 or 11 months before uh Doctor Strange comes out. I think that came out in November of 2016. Uh- I don't remember what it was. I, I, that sounds familiar, a November release. Um, trying to think. Yeah, if it was the same year, 2016, then yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Like, good foreshadowing. <laughs> I approve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go, having a bunch of things connected. That's great. Yep. Always like that. Yeah. I think that's the phrase of the MCU, is having a bunch of things connected is great. Yeah. Should get that on a plaque somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so did um Frost keep letting uh looks like dematerialize and then give him more dark energy and then just chain up again as he's unconscious? I think so. I, I kinda think that was her plan. <laughs> Cause I mean she she had it down to like an estimate of time. And so yeah, she has to have been experimenting with him for a while. To, to uh-huh. be able to know. And I guess we don't know how long that takes to you, right? She just says, uh, you've got about another minute until you, you go incorporeal again. Yeah. Um, does she have a limited amount of dark energy inside of her? I don't know. Is she using it all up for this experiment? It's a good question. I don't know. Cause, okay. So he sucks in the dark, the, the zero, zero matter. Zero um, matter, yeah. So he sucks that in. And I think, is that the only time that we see her lose the zero matter? Because the rest of the time she's just using it to eat I mean, people, I, right? I guess when they stab her to get the zero matter out of her, Dottie does it. Okay, so there's that. So yeah, I, I, I guess, yeah, she probably does just have a limited amount. Hmm. Interesting. Then again, how much is that too? Like, it could be a ton of it just compressed. Mm. I mean, there's a good chance, like, skipping ahead in this episode a little bit, there might be a chance of that's why the rift, or whatever you call it, is absorbing Wilkes, but not her. Maybe she used up too much of her zero matter. Oh, maybe. She gave it all to him? Yeah. Possibly. Let's see. Yeah, Do we have any. Okay. I don't think I have too much about this. Yeah, how far did we get? Did we talk about the actual trade yet? No, no, that's okay. that's um not next, but we're we're coming up. Okay. Yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, there was too many side oh. stories. It was, this was a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do like um, uh, Wilkes's reaction of like, I looked at your notes. You're a mass murder of rats. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would go with Exterminator, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when when you hate someone, you want to go with the hurtful words, like mass murderer. Yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tony, good to go on then? Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the next thing. Carter, Souza, and Dr. Samberly prep for the exchange with Frost. Oh, Dr. Samberly. Dr. Dr. Samberly created fake uranium cores because actually giving those up would be a bad idea. During this time, Mr. Jarvis walks in and says he wants in on the mission. 
Carter's against the idea because he's too emotional, but she agrees when they get a text message from Stark explaining how to create a machine to destroy the zero matter. It's a fax. <laughs> so now Dr. Samberly has to build it. Before everyone leaves, Agent Thompson confronts Carter about the file he has on her. She has it. Yeah, she says it's fake, and he doesn't believe her. Hmm. So, I mean, maybe this isn't the first thing we should talk about, but this is the first thing I'm going to talk about. Okay. Um, we see previous episode that there's something with a palladium core, but Frost doesn't know what it is. We know from uh, Captain America that he helped develop Super Soldier Serum. But no one in the future can figure out how to do it again. I mean, I know he didn't do it all by himself, but he helped. Uh-huh. Now he's sending them details to how to build something with no details about what it is. Howard Stark needs to title shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, he, yes. <laughs> he's bad at notes. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I mean, okay. This one, it makes sense, right? Because he had to send a ton of information and it was really short. Um, I mean, no one likes reading Twitter threads, you know, a lot of them. And this was a lot, you know, 140 characters at a time. Um, or 280, was that now? 280, 280 now, yeah. Yeah, uh, in English at least. But yeah, um, so, you know, I mean, and I'm sure he's paying per burst, right? Yeah, someone's got to pay for that, yeah, so... I mean, yeah, and poor, poor Howard Stark. He has to pay for his text messages. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough economy right now. Yeah, yeah. He's, okay. he, he has yeah. employees drinking his thousand dollar bottles of wine. That's true. He's just hemorrhaging money, and now his his entire um his entire employee uh, pool has been cut in half. Because half of them have been shot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, God, it sounds way worse when you say it that way. Yep. Half of them have been 50% shot. 50% of his employees are now in the hospital. Someone should look into the uh, business practices here. That's a, <laughs> that is a very unsafe workplace. Yep. That's the high, high percent, percentage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. So... I mean, we kind of already talked about this part, too. Agent Thompson tells Carter, hey, got this file on you. Now I have some dirt on you, too. Neener, neener. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she just said, what, what, what the hell is it? Come on, man. Grow up. <laughs> just, I wish Peggy stood there and went, stop it. Stop it. And just, like, <laughs> whacked him in the face with a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. So, because that's basically what she does, right? Like, she just says, hey, I'm, I'm trying to actually do something here. Just go away. Go something else um so that that was a great uh conversation there i enjoyed that part mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then i guess we should say that uh, now dr samberly or yeah samberly is working on the machine from stark to destroy the zero matter is that what it was you said destroy right yeah okay ha- just making sure has- i got that right i mean they never say what exactly it does it's like it might destroy zero matter because again Howard Stark is bad at notes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. Yeah. Also, Sam Burley's going to take credit for this invention. Because he built it, even though it's not his idea. I don't know if that's fair. 
I mean, yeah, adding your name to it, sure, you know, there's there's that part, but taking complete credit? Yeah. Well, the way he's talking, like, later, he's like, he built the thing and stuff like that. I'm like, I think he's taking credit in his mind, because he's that type of guy. Okay, I, I guess that's fair. I take credit for all the Ikea furniture I put together. <laughs> and only half of it is falling apart, so good job. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of how much of that i still have left let's see there's the two desks i have in the room i have here and four chairs out in the living room yeah okay all right yeah uh i'm good to move on if you are <laughs> obviously we're talking about ikea furniture <laughs> all right perfect enough tangents wow this is uh this is long episode so far all right everyone arrives for the exchange carter gives the uranium rods to frost and then frost lets dr wilkes go but then one of Manfredi's goons drops the uranium rods, and Frost realizes that they're fake, mainly because everyone is still alive. So now, yep. Carter and team are being chased. During this time, Dr. Wilkes holds a gun to Carter's head to find out where the rods really are. Once Sousa tells him, Dr. Wilkes leaves. Yeah. So, um... <clears throat> uh, we start off kind of like with Manfredi saying that Frost doesn't need to hide her face. Because the the cracks are power. Mm -hmm. It really reminds me of uh, Magneto talking to Mystique. Like, don't hide your blueness because you're mutant, mutant and proud or whatever. That makes sense. I really was expecting you to go with um, with the Star Wars reference there. Like, talk about how the Sith become you know more pale and their look changes when they become more powerful. Yeah, I, I did not make that connection. But you are right. Mm-hmm. So she is Dark Ray, apparently. <laughs> if that's a thing, which I'm I'm doubting it's actually gonna be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I I'm with you there too. Although then again I don't know, yeah, we'll see. I'm I I don't like uh making assumptions for movies anymore because <laughs> they've I'll, all lied I'll, to I'll, us. Well yeah, actually, yeah. That's that's definitely true. And for the record, I'm I'm happy trailers are lying to me because now I don't know what's going to happen at all in the movies. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to see the Joker movie on Saturday. Not even sure Joker's really in it. All right. Let me know what you think of that because I have zero interest in seeing that movie. <laughs> I'm just curious. I have a terrible feeling about it, honestly. As in but... it'll be bad or as in... <sighs> problematic i think is the term <laughs> you know okay all right yeah gotcha don't want to go into it. With it. Okay. yeah <laughs> well in that case um let's talk about dr wilkes in this scene um so he ends up going away with uh, carter and them mm -hmm. yeah to find out where the rods are was that mm -hmm. his plan all along like was this backup plan like plan a I, was get the rods and then he would just kind of go with them or something until he until he can leave. And plan B was stick around until he can find out where they are, and then he leaves. I think so because I mean the way they're following him like way far behind in the mm -hmm. in the car. Yeah, it's pretty obvious that this is part of the plan. Okay, that makes it. Yeah, and they they even called that out like, oh, they're chasing us, but I don't know mm -hmm. why they're not actually doing anything. Yeah, yeah. So something that's not part of the plan is so after they drop the uranium rods 
and potentially murder everybody, whoever that idiot was. <laughs> um, you see them like they're driving away. The back still open, and Souza is like shooting upwards. <laughs> what's <laughs> I, what's he aiming at? I missed that. <laughs> oh, he's like he maybe like forty five degree angles up, not like straight up at ninety, but like I thought maybe like if the this is like a loading bay. If, like, the chains broke and the loading bay fell, hey, Susan did something. But no, there's no reason why he was shooting upwards. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> uh. Okay. So, yeah. So, Wilkes, Wilkes is a traitor. Ugh. Great. I mean, yeah. makes sense a little bit, right? He was, he was desperate to understand some of this stuff. But, uh... Mm-hmm. Also, Dormammu is talking to him, so he's probably, he's not thinking clearly. That's true. You, when you have a voice in your head for a while, eventually, you, it's, it's really hard to, to hold it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're good for this section. Cool. That sounds good. So, um, let's uh, let's take a quick break, and let's talk about our uh, ad sponsor this week. So, we, we need to uh, plug a, a little product. Um, so, Tony... This question yep. might get a little personal, so I understand if you choose not to answer, okay? Uh, okay. What is your favorite Italian food dish? Uh, fettuccine Alfredo. Well, Tony, that's where we disagree for once. The correct answer is all Italian food. Oh. And where, and where do you think is the, plus, is the best place to go to get said food? Um, noodles and Company. That's right. At Mama Freddy's Italian Kitchen. The only <laughs> Italian kitchen so good there's a line to thank the chef. But it's okay because the chef has a mob of bodyguards out front. Do you want spaghetti with meatballs? What about spaghetti with marinara sauce? Are you a spaghetti with chicken type of person? Listen, even if you want baked spaghetti pie, Mama Freddy's Italian Kitchen has you covered. Use promo code MCU Rewind today to get unlimited breadsticks when you order six or more entrees. Mama Freddy's Italian Kitchen. When you're here, you're like family. <laughs> you aren't family, so this is more of a metaphor than a a um simile. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Although, um, going back to Mama Freddy's, the actual scene, uh-huh. I do remember they order spaghetti. They say they only serve steak. And later they go in the back and eat spaghetti. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's a it's like when you go to In and Out, um, you know, you're, you're ordering, you know, you have the menu, but then they have the secret menu. Ah, yep, mm-hmm. spaghetti, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and pillows. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, All righty. Um, so. We only have two two sections left of the episode. There were a lot of sections of this episode. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, and there was a lot of tangents. So our bad too. <laughs> That's true. We we can take some of that blame. All right. <clears throat> Vernon Masters and Agent Thompson are talking about the redacted file on Agent Carter when redacted. Masters gets a call from Emma Frost. Thompson decides to listen in on the conversation, where he finds out that Masters is being told to steal the uranium rods from the SSR base. Thompson hmm. tries to stop him but gets brain zapped. Carter and Sousa find Thompson, who can't remember what happened. But they do find a note with coordinates to the nuclear testing site that Zero Matter was first discovered. Agent Thompson wants to help stop whatever's going down out there. 
Yep. Um, again, you need to think of a better plan than just confronting the guy out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thompson just kind of sneaks in there. I mean, he had a good um, idea, I guess, you know, catch him in the act, right? Um, yeah. And he had his gun, like it wasn't out, but he was he was reaching for it. So he was at least a little bit closer than, than Masters. Um, but somehow Masters is still faster than him and zaps his head. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> There's no signs of a struggle from what we can see. Yeah. So Thompson's not that smart, though. Masters could have gone, oh, look over there, and zap as he's turning around. That's true. He might have said, hey, look, a fish. Yep. <laughs> and then there was no fish. But Thompson doesn't remember either way. That's true. But that's how you know he's evil, because he lied. Yep, that's true. Also, the other evil stuff he's done. But, you know. Yeah. Like giving nuclear rod, atomic rods to this crazy person. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then uh, Susan and Carter show up, and they find out mm -hmm. where they need to go next. Where those uranium rods are. Like, all right. So it's all coming together. Frost wanted them, and now she has them. So they did all that work for nothing. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, and then are you ready to move on? Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume you said yes because you cut. I did say. Way. I did say yeah. So. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <clears throat> Carter and team head out to the nuclear testing site. Wilkes is hesitant about doing this, but Frost says that she knows it'll work because they both have a voice in their head telling them to do it. Luckily for Frost, it does work. Mm -hmm. The zero matter begins sucking up Dr. Wilkes, and Frost is not happy about it. Team Carter decides to use the anti-zero matter cannon, and because everyone's lucky today, that works too. Dr. Wilkes is now unconscious in a crater in the ground. Carter and Mr. Jarvis arrive to see what happened and get taken hostage immediately. Yep. Um. So, what was I going to say? <laughs> you can start because I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> All right, cool. So there was like a lot that kind of happens here. Um. So I guess we'll. we'll I'm just going to start with the the Frost and Wilkes stuff. Um. I mean, Frost is like super determined. This is like the one thing she desperately needs to do because she's given in and is listening to the voice in her head. Um, and I, I guess Wilkes has been listening to it less or, or not. I'm not too sure how long either of them have been hearing that voice, but, um, he's, he's really hesitant. Like, and I guess that's fair because he's the one who gets sucked up into it afterwards. So he's yeah. the one who maybe gets screwed over more. I don't remember what happens yeah. Yeah. Next, I think after, that, after this week's episode. I think he may have not gotten the voice in his head until he was sucking dark matter from Whitney Frost. That would make sense. Okay, so yeah. he's been hearing it a lot less. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I remembered what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. I think this gamma cannon thing they have is directly responsible for the Hulk. <laughs> because, as we established earlier, Tony Howard Stark does not write notes on what these things are. Uh, Bruce Banner was trying to replicate the super soldier serum probably was looking through Howard's notes, thought, hey, maybe they use gamma rays in this gamma cannon thing, and that's how they made Captain America. 
tried it out, <laughs> hulked out. So he accidentally gets himself shot with this gamma cannon thing. Yeah, or he was using it, like, maybe this is what they used. Because they never wrote down what they used it for, apparently. So he tested it out on himself and then hulked out. Okay. That works, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Case closed. All right, perfect. And now we know the origin story of the Hulk. It's about yep. time. We, we yeah. still haven't gotten that in the MCU, so the, this is it. This I mean, has to be it. We got, we got a quick scene at the beginning of the Incredible Hulk of a gamma cannon shooting at him. <laughs> Guess that's true, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, cool. That works. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this uh, rift is taking Wilkes up and leaving her behind. Uh, dick move, Dor- Dormammu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah. uh. I, I uh, I'm trying to remember the the name. It's like uh, not the Holocaust of like a bad thing that's happening, like uh. It's I like he's know being sucked up into heaven, but you know. Oh, the rapture! Heaven. The yeah, rapture. rapture! That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's like the rapture, but just for him, and yep. probably a bad thing. And probably a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's weird. Like, did you look at Wilkes when he fell to the ground? He's got all these stuff like under his skin. Yeah, bugs. He should not have gone to the dark dimension. <laughs> I was thinking bugs too, but I was thinking more like the scarab from the mummy movies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they ate his brain. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. We, I mean, there's two episodes left in the season. That might be exactly what happened. Yeah. We don't I actually, remember. I actually thought this nuke thing happened in the finale. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so now I'm confused about what happens later. <laughs> <laughs> there's one specific scene that I have in mind in the season finale. And so yeah. I don't know what's happening. I just remember some characters. I remember some backgrounds. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah, I think I I might be thinking the exact same thing. As we learned from Arbor Day, we do think alike a lot. This is true. <laughs> yes, that is true. All right. Uh. All right. Yeah, and then um, um, Jarvis tries to murder Frost. I think you skipped over that in your your summary. Yeah, I wasn't sure where to put that because the summary was already a little long. Um, but I did. I was going to call that out. And uh, yeah, he just he also does the smart thing. He just like pulls out the gun and just shoots her. Like, yeah, we see too many other things where they like, pull out the gun and they have to decide, do they really want to kill? No, no, no. He's smart about it. He's ready. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess part of that's part of the reason why um, we know that it's it's OK, quote unquote, OK, because she doesn't die there. Right. So, yeah. But then they get knocked out. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You think that hurt or is she all numb? Because we know Wilkes was all numb. When he was incorporeal. Well, I bet. I mean, she didn't even re- uh, feel uh, Dottie stabbing her in one of the previous episodes. Oh, yeah, that's right. So maybe she didn't feel it. She seems to. I mean, she. Probably the concussive. Uh, like, impact knocked her down. But she doesn't seem that hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. I mean, Deadpool gets back up, but at least he says, ow. <laughs> that's true yeah 
right. <sighs> well, okay. I am out of things to say about this episode. How about you, Tony? Uh, yeah, as am I. Okay, how about Except tangents? for our rating. Do you, have, do you have any more tangents before we go? I on? mean, we'll see. Okay, that's fair. All right. So let's go ahead and rate the episode, how much we think about it. Um, and let's say on a scale of um, one to five nuclear rods. Uranium Real rods. nuclear rods or fake uranium rods? Uh, your choice. Okay. Um, I would give this one a four out of five. Actually, I'll give it three um, fake uranium rods. And one real one, but I'll mix them up so you don't know which is which. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just drop them all. There we go. And just, I'll just, <laughs> well, it's like Rod Roulette. I'll pick one up and I'll throw it at you and see what happens. <laughs> but four out of five. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I was going to do something similar, only I'm going to one up you and not use any fake rods. I'll use oh. all 4.25 real uranium rods. You um, really shouldn't cut those in quarters. It's oh. quite dangerous. Eh, well, it'll be fine. I'm, I'm yeah. sure it's okay. Well, what's the worst that could happen? I get a paper cut or something? Yep, that's that's it. That's the worst thing. Second worst thing is you can blow up in a nuclear explosion. But paper cut, number one. Yeah, those things are horrible. Yep. Um, no, I mean, I, I, there was so much that happened in this episode, and it, it was really good. It really grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just it didn't feel like it when we were talking about it for the past hour because we went on so many tangents um, and it was just i don't know we didn't like talk about individual things as much so it, it's it feels weird giving it such a high score yeah but uh yeah it, it was it was a really good episode and this is definitely one of the more outstanding episodes of agent carter i did enjoy it yeah mm-hmm. all right so you ready to wrap it up yeah sounds good to me all right, so join us next time when we cover Agent Carter Season 2, Episode 9, A Little Song and Dance. And remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us a five-star review on Apple uh, Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this right now. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agent Carter Season 2, Episode 8, The Edge of Mystery. Have a marvelous day. Bye-bye, me and my honey for settling down.